Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to Ayon Weird Monday, right? Why am I recording on a Monday? Well, I felt really bad about missing the Sunday special, so today we're doing a Mopar Monday. I've been meaning to do this for a while, actually, because we missed out on a lot of Mopar news, so finally, finally, we're doing some Mopar Monday. Let's start off with this Tiki Bob returns on 2021 Jeep Wrangler and Renegade Islander models. With only a few weeks until spring, the Jeep brand is promoting its beach-themed Islander lineup for 2021. Tavares responds to Cherokee Nation. Oh, wait, we already talked about that. <laughs> we talked about that on Saturday. Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will feature Amazon Fire TV for auto. The Jeep brand has announced that the 2022 Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will be the first vehicles in the, and that's when the preview stops. New subcompact Jeep to join new Fiat and Alfa Romeo vehicles. The Jeep brand has been hinting for some time now that it has planned on building a subcompact model. Dodge and Mountain Dew introduced Charger Garage Contest. The Dodge brand has joined Mountain Dew and Speedway in its Year of Dew. Ugh. Yuck. I dislike that. Jeep will unveil its new Wagoneer portfolio of vehicles next week. Earlier this week, we showed you a more detailed look at the upcoming 2022 Jeep Grand Wagoneer. Jeep Compass gets Freedom Edition for 2021 model year. Last year, the Jeep brand brought back the Freedom Edition to its iconic Wrangler lineup. The Wrangler Freedom Edition. Jeep shows off new commercial to help kick off the Wrangler 4xe. After this year's Super Bowl ad blunder, the Jeep brand is back on track with its latest commercial. Stantis UAW employees will be receiving $8,010 no, $8, profit-sharing checks. Stantis WAW workers are receiving profit-sharing checks this year of $8,010. I hope that, I hope that, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I hope that's $8,010 and not... $8.10. I hope I, I was hoping I wasn't misreading it. FCA, now Stellantis will pay $30 million in UAW labor scandal. The former automaker, Fiat Chrysler Automobiles, has pleaded guilty to paying off United Auto Workers. Auto Workers, leaders in order to... We'll have to check that. Ram announces the final installment of its built-to-serve edition lineup. Jeep Wrangler J6 production begins in India. Our friends at Autocar India are letting us in on the details surrounding the Indian launch of the iconic Jeep. Caught, two-row Jeep Grand Cherokee looks different than its three-row sibling. As the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L WL75 gets ready to enter production at the new Detroit Assembly Complex, and once again, that's where the, I say preview, that's where the subheader ends. But yeah, I actually did look at the, I did look at the spy shots for the new two-row Grand Cherokee, and I'm Kind of surprised. The biggest difference that I can see so far is the lower grille. So instead of it being a happy face, it's a frowning face. I like that. I'm okay with that. I'm hoping it looks more like a Grand Cherokee and less like a Wagoneer. And I say that not because the three-row Grand, Cher uh, Grand, Grand Cherokee yeah, looks bad. No, I think it looks great. I just think it looks too much like a Wagoneer. I think it looks too much more like the Wagoneer than the actual Wagoneer does. So if the two-row Grand Cherokee looks more like a Grand Cherokee, perfect. Jeep opens up build-in price configurator for the Wrangler Rubicon 392, and it has a starting price of 73 grand. I haven't messed with it yet. I should soon, actually, but I imagine mine would be 78 to 80 thousand dollars, which is a lot for a Wrangler. Meet the updated Jeep Compass S, a sneak peek at the upcoming high altitude. The Jeep brand recently unveiled its updated Jeep Compass for the Chinese, Indian, and European markets. 
Chrysler 300C is alive in Mexico for, with, for the 2021 model year. Although the Chrysler brand pulled the plug on its luxurious Chrysler 300C for the 2021 model year in the U.S., it is still soldiering on in Mexico. Stellantis lays off 150 employees from its Belvedere assembly plant. Stellantis has announced that it, ha that it has indefinitely laid off 150 employees at its Belvedere assembly plant in, Bel in Belvedere, Illinois. Jeep announces pricing for the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cher or sorry for the 2021 Grand Cherokee L lineup. I don't think we actually delved into that, so let's go. Well, in the second portion of this, we'll talk about all the pricing. Ram 1500 earns top safety pick rating for 2021 from the IIHS. For the second consecutive year, the Ram 1500 has earned a top safety pick rating from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Michigan State Police document warns of thefts involving Mopar vehicles. Oh, well, we kind of already talked about that, I think, in the second, the second to most recent weekly news roundup. Jeep introduces its dual-door group for its 2021 Wrangler lineup, something we did actually talk about already as well. Brembo Red Podcast sits down with head of design Ralph Jules for some one-on-one. -on -one. In the automotive world, Brembo is the world's leader and innovator in breaking technology. The Cherokee Nation wants... Oh, wait, we've already talked about that. Napa Auto Parts backs Ron Caps for 2021 NHRA Funny Car Season. Don Schumacher Racing, or DSR, announced this past week that Napa Auto Parts will extend their partnership of Ron Caps' Dodge Charger. Dodge Mexico releases details on its two-model 2021 Dodge Durango lineup. Why are there only two models? The Dodge Durango raises the bar for 2021 with its new aggressive exterior styling, a new interior with a Challenger-inspired, I'm assuming, dash. That's another article we'll get into. Jeep Automotive Poland Brazil is... Car is is first carbon-neutral plant in Latin America. Alfa Romeo Racing Orlin launches its new C41 F1 car for 2021 season. Maserati introduces 2021 Levante lineup for North American market. Maserati North America has finally pulled the covers off the brand's 2021 vehicle lineup for the North American market. Autocar India gives us a scoop on the new seven-passenger Jeep 598. Over the past several years, the Jeep brand has been expanding its offerings around the globe. This includes some models in India. Mopar launches new accessories for 2021 Chrysler Pacifica lineup. AAM awarded Ram Heavy Duty Axle Contract through 2030. American Axle Manufacturing, or AAM, or AM, has announced that it has secured production for the next generation axle and drive shaft program for what I'm imagining is the next gen Ram Heavy Duties. Maserati teases the new Grisol SUV in latest images. Maserati has released the brand's first teaser image, images of its all new mid sized Grisol SUV. Abarth 595-695 takes home Best Cars Mini Car Slash Import for 6th time. For the 6th consecutive time, the Abarth 595-695 performance models have been named Best Car in the Mini Slash Import category. Quite a surprise to me. Some Jeep dealers are already taking reservations for Wagoneer models. The addition of the Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer WS might be the biggest production launch for Stellantis this year. And it's going to be soon. Woohoohoo! Jeep to offer electrified Gladiator 4xE pickup in the near future. The Jeep brand has confirmed that, that it will indeed offer a Gladiator pickup with an electrified powertrain. Recall 2021 Ram 1500 Classic for a brake pedal pushrod issues. Roadmaster sleeper conversion helps Ram chassis cab owners deliver cross-country. In the commercial trucking world, expediting or hotshot trucking is one of the fastest growing segments in the transportation industry. Really? That's interesting. Maserati MC20 takes honors at British GQ, GQ Car Awards. Alfa Romeo Giulia named one of Automoto, Auto, Auto that's such a weird name, Automoto on Sports Best Cars for 2021. 
The performance-bred 2021 Alfa Romeo Giulia delivers seductive Italian styling, state-of-the-art technology, unsurpassed value performance, and driving dynamics. Or so they claim, at least. I, I kind of agree. I, I certainly agree on the seductive Italian styling. Technology less so. Stellantis has disbanded the street and racing technology division. We definitely need to get into that. Because I know a lot of people have been upset about that, and I've been needing to do A, a podcast, and B, a TikTok on that. Dealer allocation opens for 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Limited and Summit models. Last month, the Jeep brand pulled the covers off its slightly, no, off its highly anticipated three-row 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L. Chrysler Pacifica's new color-shifting Fathom Blue is now available. The Chrysler brand has now opened up ordering for its new Fathom Blue or PPS exterior color on all trim levels. Ram 1500 and Pacifica take top honors in AutoTrader.com awards. The 2021 Ram 1500 continues to make its mark on the pickup segment, this time by racking up another award. Recall. Jeep recalls 42,887 uh, Wrangler and Gladiators for overheating clutch issues. Solantis Chairman and CEO tour Detroit facilities. Solantis Chairman John Elkan and CEO Carlos Tavares were in Detroit on Tuesday touring the new Detroit Assembly Complex. Ram introduces Tradesman HFE Eco Diesel with 33 MPG highway rating. Back in 2015, the Ram brand introduced the Ram 1500 HFE, or High Fuel Efficiency model. In fact, it was based on the Tradesman, too. Moving on, though, the Jeep brand dominates the SUV market in Brazil. Yesterday, we told about the success of the Fiat... We told, we told about the success the Fiat brand is having in the Brazilian marketplace. Stellantis idols production of a Jeep a Cherokee over semiconductor chip shortage. <laughs> Speaking of, semiconductor chip shortage causes Ram to repackage some options. Fiat brand celebrates sales success in Brazil. The Fiat brand continues to ride a wave of success in the Brazilian marketplace after leading the national market in something. Jeep to unveil all battery electric Wrangler Tudor concept in Moab. With the growing global emissions restrictions, the automotive industry is on a shift towards electrification. Speedcore builds comedian Kevin Hart a true Hellraiser with his 1970 Charger. Celebrities always get to have all the fun. Our friends at Speedcore Performance Group just got done completing another amazing Mopar. Production of the 2021 Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat has begun. Production of the 2021 Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat officially kicked off yesterday at the Stellantis Jefferson North Assembly Plant, or JNAP. DSR's funny car lineup will look very different going into the 2021 season. There was a lot of changes going on at the Don Schumacher Racing, or DSR, going on at Don Schumacher Racing slash DSR, going into the 2021 season. 2021 Dodge Durango earns Vincentric Best Value in America Award, whatever that is. The recently revamped 2021 Dodge Durango has received the Best Value in America from a data processing company Vincent Vincentric. Jeep says new three-row Grand Cherokee won't affect Durango sales. I don't pers I don't know. I'm skeptical that there won't be some, oh, what would it be? Some, some cannibalization going on there, but it might not, because there are two radically different vehicles, at the very least from a personality and, I think, character standpoint. That we know that's the same thing. From a personality and purpose standpoint, outside of having three rows. Mopar Head is now in charge of Stellantis Global Parts Service. Yesterday, Stellantis announced that it has chosen Pietro... Gullier, I hope I got that right, as the head of the company's new global parts and services. Jeep Europe unveils its new compass for the EMEA region. That's the Middle East. As the Jeep brand continues to show off its updated global Jeep compass, the EMEA region, Europe, the Middle East, and, and other, unfortunately, it didn't keep going. 
That is going to be it for this segment, though. I will see you all after the break. All right, everyone, we are back. Time to read all of the articles. Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will feature Amazon Fire TV for auto. First vehicles in, in the industry to feature Fire TV for auto available in the fall of 2021. The Jeep brand has announced that the 2022 Jeep Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will be the first vehicles in the automotive industry to integrate the popular Amazon Fire TV application into its vehicles. Fire TV will give Wagoneer passengers access to their favorite shows, movies, apps, Alexa, I don't like that idea, and some unique in-vehicle features. According to Jeep, Amazon's new Fire TV for Auto seamlessly communicates directly with the Uconnect 5 system, expanding on Alexa Auto in-vehicle technology to help drivers stay focused on the road and keep passengers entertained. Content syncs with an existing Amazon account like other Fire TV devices, making it easy to navigate favorite apps and resume playback of a show. With, with Fire TV built in, customers can pause a show in their home and seamlessly continue watching once they get into their vehicle. The new Fire TV for Auto feature will prove to be an important feature in the infotainment system compatibility, yeah, compatibility for the new Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer vehicles. The in-car connectivity allows passengers to stream their favorite shows together or separately while staying linked to their digital lives in a totally immersed experience. Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will feature the most expansive lineup of infotainment ever in a Solantis brand vehicle. Both models should offer second row passengers their own 10.1 inch uh, entertainment screen. Entertainment touchscreen at that. Grand Wagoneer models will feature an available 10.25 inch passenger screen providing the front passenger with dynamic touchscreen control at their fingertips. The all-new 2021 model year Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer are designed and engineered to set a new standard for American premium in the large SUV segment, said Christian Munier. I hope I got that right. I probably didn't. Jeep brand chief executive officer. Launching Fire TV for Auto as an industry-first technology to the Wagoneer lineup illustrates one of the many, one of the many ways we intend to deliver class-leading technology and connectivity to our customers. Fire TV for Auto allows for the following unique features. Passengers can view Fire TV in high definition from the rear seats and the front passenger screen. A privacy filter disables driver viewing when the vehicle is in park. The driver can also view Fire, the driver can also view Fire TV on the main Uconnect 5 screen. Touchscreen controls and support for compatible content can be downloaded on trips where wireless service is limited or to save on data. A Fire TV for auto-specific remote provides control for provides control of the experience and includes push-to-talk access to Alexa, making it easy to find and quickly play shows. The remote includes a button that connects Fire TV with the new Uconnect 5 system for control of vehicle features such as climate, maps, and more. We reimagine Fire TV for the automobile with a purpose-built experience that delivers the best in entertainment anywhere you go, said Sandeep Gupta, Vice President and General Manager of Amazon Fire TV. With Fire TV built in, customers can stream their favorite shows, see if they left the lights on at home with Alexa, and take advantage of unique controls through the Uconnect system. Fire TV for Auto in, co in cooperation with Uconnect will continue to expand its functionality outside the vehicle. According to Jeep, the Fire TV for Auto feature will be packaged with another connected service and made available this fall in the US, Canada, and Mexico. Next we have that new subcompact, that new subcompact Jeep, let me say. The Jeep brand has been hinting for some time now that it has been planning on building a subcompact model for certain markets outside North America beneath its compact Renegade model. Automotive News in Europe is now reporting that the upcoming Jeep will be part of a trio of new vehicles going into production at the Solantis Tichy plant in Poland. I hope I got that right. I probably didn't. Which currently manufactures the Fiat 500 and Lancia Ypsilon city cars. 
The article indicates that the all-new A-slash-B segment vehicle would be the first Jeep product developed under the joint operations of the former Fiat Chrysler Automobiles and Peugeot SA, PSA Group's newly merged, newly merged identity, Stellantis. The trio of vehicles include a Jeep, an Alfa Romeo, and a five-door five door Fiat model. Currently, the Jeep Renegade and its corporate sibling, the, 500, the Fiat 500X, ride on variants of the small-wide 4x4 platform. It is believed that the new junior model could be riding on a variant of the compact modular platform, or CMP, developed by the former PSA side of the company. The CMP was designed to meet the needs of, mar of markets across the globe and is able to be manufactured as a battery electric vehicle, BEV platform, in which PSA has already developed a 100 kilowatt or 136 horsepower electric motor, a 50 kilowatt hour lithium ion battery pack, and a high performance heat pump for, sorry, for those in markets which can't meet which can't meet the electrified needs of a BEV. The CMP also accommodates internal combustion engines, ICE, and mild hybrid models as well. The Fiat model will, will more than likely be a production, what? The Fiat model will more than likely a production version, or at least be heavily influenced by the award-winning Fiat Centoventi 120 concept. This model could bear the Fiat Panda nameplate. I kind of hope it doesn't. The exterior dimension should be similar to another CMP-based vehicle, the Opel Maca. This means it would have roughly a 2.56 meter or 100 or 100.7 inch wheelbase, 4.15 meter or 163.4 inches length, 1.79 meters or 70.5 inches in width, and 153 centimeters, or sorry, 100.53 centimeters or 60.3 inches in height. We believe that the Fiat model could be a BEV, could be a BEV economy version that could be shared with the Citroen brand. This would mean a lower battery capacity and lower electric power for these products in comparison to the rest of the CMP-based Solantis offerings. The Jeep vehicle, which we are being told is, is internally called Junior, will have roughly the same dimensions as the Fiat, but with a higher capacity battery and a more powerful electric motor for the BEV version. We still aren't sure if the Junior will be offered with an optional four-wheel drive 4x4 or be strictly a front-wheel drive model. This will, be a this will be a disappointment as all Jeep vehicles offer some type of 4x4 system. While well, the CMP platform has yet to offer a four has has yet to has yet to offer a four x four offering, the discarded FCA E mini architecture that underpins the new Fiat 500e is four x four capable. The Alfa Romeo offering should be the largest out of the trio, riding on a larger on a longer wheelbase. This could translate into a 2.61 meter or 102.6 inch wheelbase, and 4.3 meters or 169.3 inches in length, which would be slightly longer than the Jeep Renegade. We are told that this particular model is codenamed KID internally. The Jeep and Alfa Romeo models should be offered with both BEV and ICE options. These models are expected to make their official debut sometime next year before being launched sometime in 2023. Let's talk about the UAW scandal now though. The former automaker Fiat Chrysler Automobiles has pleaded guilty to paying off United Auto Workers UAW leaders in order to gain concessions during the neg negotiation. That probably is just a mistyping of negotiations that affected the contracts of thousands of union members. FCA indeed admitted it was guilty of conspiring to violate the Labor Management Relations Act in U.S. District Court in Detroit on Monday. FCA plea, FCA's plea follows a series of guilty pleas from former UAW leaders who have bestowed gifts totaling more than $3.5 million in cash and other items such as meals, golf outings, clothing, parties, and other things to the jointly ran training center located in Warren, Michigan during an eight-year period. 
Chris Party, general counsel and corporate secretary of FCA North America, who represented the company during the federal court proceeding, stated that one or more persons acting in the interest of FCA US agreed to pay and deliver and willing and sorry and willfully paid and delivered more than 3.5 million in prohibited payments and things of value to officers to officers and employees of the UAW. The former head of FCA Labor Relations, Al Lacobelli, I hope I got that right, had plotted a scheme involving five UAW, UAW officials and a spouse, which included the late UAW Vice President General Holyfield, who oversaw the negotiations between the UAW and the automaker. Lacobelli claimed he eliminated a $262,000 home, home mortgage in 2014 for Holyfield using training center money. Holyfield passed away in 2015. Lacobelli was sentenced to five and a half years in prison in 2018, with a, sentence, with a sentence reduced by 18 months due to his cooperation. Holyfield's spouse was found guilty of tax fraud and was sentenced to 18 months in prison, followed by one year of supervi supervised release and a fine of $25,000. That same year, Holyfield's successor, Norwood Jewell, Jewell? Norwood Jewell was sentenced to 15 months in prison. His plea deal listed 60000 in meals and golf paid with training center credit cards. FCA will pay a $30 million fine to the U.S. government. An independent monitor will be appointed to oversee the end of the training center as well as handle other tasks. Sentencing is officially scheduled for June, 20, June 21st. FCA merged with French automaker Peugeot SA or PSA in January to form the new identity Stellantis, the fourth largest global automaker by volume. That last bit was completely unnecessary, but... That sucks as a Mopar person, but as a human, I'm like, yeah, good, justice. And the people who did that, well, perhaps not enough justice, but at least they got what was coming to them. Now let's talk about the new Compass, though. And this is, this is a car I've actually kind of been eagerly awaiting. I've wanted to see what the facelift would look like. The Jeep brand recently unveiled its updated Jeep Compass for the Chinese, Indian, and European markets. As one of the most important products in the Jeep brand portfolio, the Midcycle Action or MCA of the Compass is critical to the success of the brand on the global scale. Already receiving praise from automotive, automotive publications and fans alike, we have learned a lot about the updated C-Segment SUV offering. offering. One model that caught our attention is the new EMEA Spec Compass S, also known as the High Altitude in the North American Marketplace. As the premium offering in the Compass lineup, it boasts a sporty exterior look with the best technology the compact segment has to offer. Its all-new aggressive-looking front facial with body color lower valence gives the Compass S a unique look compared to the rest of the lineup. Honestly, I like it. The only thing I find kind of strange is they added, they added like a middle grille, well, really a middle grille slit, and then it float, and then it opens up into the fog light section with larger vents, and then you have the lower grille at the bottom of the face. So you have the seventh slot, the little slit that goes around to the side to where the fog lights are, and then the normal lower grille. I don't dislike it, I just think that that was a bit of an odd choice, but anyway. It's all new, full LED headlights help enhance the exterior design while widening the field of vision for the driver during nighttime driving. LED fog lights also help add visibility for greater safety. A new LED tail lamp design helps blend the updated compass to the new looks of the new Grand Cherokee and upcoming, upcoming Grand Wagoneer. There was also the addition of a power liftgate as standard equipment. Thank God! Not that I'm that lazy, but... I imagine a lot of their competition has that, so... Oof. Thank you. A new set of 19-inch neutral gray aluminum... Neutral, yeah, neutral gray aluminum wheels give the new Compass S a refined and elegant look. All Compass S models come with a gloss black painted roof. Inside is where the new Compass S really shines. A completely refined interior shows that this update is more than skin deep. 
a completely redesigned instrument panel, so I slash P, center console and door panels make this interior update look like a completely different vehicle inside. Largely. Using cleaner and horizontal lines, the new IP design makes the interior feel wider. The capacity of the available compartments has more than doubled, going from 2.8 liters, or 170.8 cubic inches, to 7.2 liters, or 439.4 cubic inches, ideal for accommodating all the essential items for everyday life. In addition, the quality of the materials and finishes of the dashboard and seats define an authentic style and reward comfort. The only thing that I really dislike with this new with this new, what did, what did they call it? I think they guess, I think they call it instrument panel? Oh, they, okay. The only thing that I dislike about this new dashboard is that they went for the tacked on, the tacked on touchscreen look. And the worst part is it's a massive touchscreen that sticks seemingly pretty high above the dash. They, they did try to sink it into the center of the dash as much as they could, but with it being so tall, it still sticks out. So I'm glad that they tried to sink it, sink it down below as much as possible, but it hasn't completely worked. Compass S also features eight-way power adjustable black leather upholstered seats with gray stitching. The seats can also be equipped with both heated and ventilated options in the front row. There is a new 10.25 inch digital gauge cluster with full HD color. The new display allows you to view more than 20 different features and create up to 12 different configurations. With an innovative new operating system that generate, sorry, that guarantees navigation up to five times faster, easier, and more intuitive, the new 10.1-inch Uconnect 5 touchscreen with navigation is the best infotainment system in its class. In addition, you can customize the interface, access your favorite apps, and create up to six different user profiles. An all-new wireless charging pad is available for charging smartphones. Simply place the smartphone on the center console. A blue light indicates that the device is charging, while a green light indicates that the charging is complete. The updated Compass is also the first Jeep to be equipped with a voice assistant ugh, integrated into the new Uconnect 5 infotainment system. To activate the assistant, all you have to do is say, hey Jeep, to begin talking to the vehicle. Using, using, the, Amazon Alexa Sorry, using the Amazon Alexa voice features, you can create lists, order food, go shopping, and manage home automation from the car in complete safety. You can also use Alexa voice service or Google Home Assistant to directly connect the compass to relay information such as fuel level or the location of the vehicle. The Amiga, the Amiga, wow. The Amiga region, region models will still continue to feature gasoline, diesel, and plug-in hybrid powertrain options. Our sources have told us to expect that the Renegade's 1.3-liter turbocharged inline four-cylinder global small engine, or GSE, to be under the hood of the North American model. This should help illuminate a lot of the issues with the existing 2.4-liter Tiger Shark inline four engine. It will be more than likely paired with a nine-point, sorry, with a nine-speed automatic transmission. Now we get on to the new Grand Cherokee L's pricing. The Jeep brand has officially released its pricing structure for its all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L lineup. The news comes only days before production starts of the new Grand Cherokee L at the company's new Detroit Assembly Complex Mac facility. The three-row Grand Cherokee L was the first model in a trio of all-new, fifth-generation Grand Cherokee WL models to debut this year. That lineup also includes a two-row Grand Cherokee and a two-row electrified Grand Cherokee 4xe plug-in hybrid electric vehicle, or FEV. As the most advanced, high-tech, and capable Grand Cherokee ever, the first-ever three-row 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L will be offered in six different trim levels. Those trims include the Laredo, Altitude, Limited, Overland, Summit, and Summit Reserve models. For 80 years, the Jeep brand has consistently introduced exceptional vehicles that set the benchmark for capability and authenticity, including the debut, the debut of the Jeep Grand Cherokee, 
which set the standard for what is expected of a modern SUV, said Jim Morrison, Vice President, Jeep Brand North America. The all-new Grand Cherokee L continues to break barriers and push boundaries by ramping up its legendary 4x4 capability, adding a three-row adding three rows of seating for the first time, delivering even more premium on-road manners, and providing the most safety and advanced technology features in its class. 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Laredo. The entry-level Grand Cherokee L Laredo has a starting U.S. manufacturer's suggested retail price or MSRP of $36,995 for the rear-wheel drive or 4x2 version and $38,995 for the four-wheel drive or 4x4 version. All pricing does not include an additional $1,695 for destination charges. The Laredo model features a new, exquisitely crafted and spacious interior that highlights premium materials and next-generation technologies, including a standard 10-inch display screen that features an 8.4-inch Uconnect 5 touchscreen feature. The Uconnect 5 system offers a customizable one-touch home screen, five user profiles, and standard wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Upon entry, drivers will be greeted by the new 10.25-inch frameless digital cluster, which features more than two dozen customizable menus. To enhance connectivity, the Grand Cherokee L delivers a class-leading total of 12 USB Type-A and new Type-C ports for all three rows. Type-C ports allow devices to charge up to four times faster. Third-row single USB ports are available on Laredo and standard on the limited and higher trim levels. Laredo models come equipped with ample standard safety and security features that include a full-speed collision warning with active brake and pedestrian cyclist detection, rear cross-path detection, adaptive cruise control, active lane management, lane departure warning, advanced brake assist, bland, bland, wow, blind, I mean, this is bland, but still, blind spot monitoring, rear park assist sensors, and more. Additional standard safety features include passive entry, automatic headlamps, daytime running LED reflector headlamps with ambient... Sorry, with amber signature lighting, a bit of a mouthful, and LED tail lamps. That's not really a safety feature, though. Under the hood, there's a standard 3.6-liter Pentastar V6 engine with 290 horsepower and 257 pound-feet of torque, paired with the standard 8-speed torque flight automatic transmission. The Rado also comes standard with 18-inch aluminum wheels, heated fold-away mirror, mirrors, ra uh, roof rails, cloth seats with power 8-way driver seats, and manual front passenger seat with driver lumbar adjuster, automatic dual-zone automatic temperature controls, all-new leather-wrapped heated, heated steering wheel with audio controls and paddle shifters, and integrated voice command with Bluetooth. Then we have the 2021 Grand Cherokee L Altitude. Based on the Lorena model, the Altitude package adds distinctive black gloss appearance details to the Grand Cherokee L. The Altitude package includes a set of 20-inch gloss black aluminum wheels, gloss black exterior accents and badges, roof rails, and a unique Jeep Signature 7-slot grille. You mean the first one didn't have the 7-slot grille? Of course it would. Other features include remote start heated front seats, heated steering wheel, adjustable height, lift gate, rain sensing wipers, 115 volt power outlet, and third row USB ports. The 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Altitude has a US MSRP of $43,995. See, so we're already starting to get a bit pricey. 2021 Grand Cherokee L Limited. Building on the standard features of the Laredo model, the Grand Cherokee L Limited model has a US MSRP of $43,995 for 4x2 models and $45,995 for 4x4 models. The limited models built on Laredo's upscale design and modern amenities while taking capability and comfort to the next level. Limited 4x4 models come standard with the class-leading Select Terrain Traction Management System, which offers five available terrain modes, Auto, Sport, Rock, Snow, Mud, Slash, Sand, to provide optimized calibrations for any given driving scenario. 
the limited model sophisticated interior features standard Sorry, features standard Capri leather seats and several premium convenience features, including a power eight-way driver seat with memory and power four-way driver slash front passenger lumbar adjuster with memory and a heated steering wheel. Heated seats in the first two rows with three-level configurable controls for personalized passenger comfort are standard on Limited, Overland, and Summit models. The Limited model also features a six-speaker sound system with active noise cancellation with, sorry, and single-color ambient interior lighting for the instrument panel in front and rear doors. Standard exterior features include automatic high-beam headlamps, new premium LED fog, fog lamps, power gloss black mirrors with heated element, blind spot indicator memory, and supplemental turn signals. Other standard convenience features include remote start, universal garage door opener, and a new adjustable height power liftgate. After that, we have the 2021 Grand Cherokee L Overland. The Grand Cherokee L Overland is built for both on- and off-road adventures with a US MSRP of $52,995 for the 4x2 models equipped with the, Pentastar, equipped with the Pentastar V6. Overland 4x4 models with the Quadralift air suspension and Pentastar V6 have a US MSRP of $54,995. Those looking for the optional 5.7 liter Hemi V8 will be able to purchase it for a US MSRP of $58,290. What did I say? We're already getting really, really expensive. Let's just hope that the dealership experience and the quality of the new Grand Cherokee L justify the price. The Hemi V8 delivers 357 horsepower and 390 pound-feet of torque and a class-leading towing capacity of up to 7,200 pounds. The Overland 4x4 models adds Jeep's Quadra, Quadra, Quadra Track 2 system, which adjusts torque distribution and will continue to reactively make corrections if tire slip occurs. When wheel slippage is detected, as much as 100% of available torque is instantly routed to the axle with the most traction. Premium interior comfort and convenience amenities are prominent with Overland models. Enhancements include Napa leather seats and door panels, ventilated front seats, leather stitched IP, which is the instrument panel, upgraded Uconnect 5 system with navigation, and premium Alpine audio system with 9 speakers, subwoofer, and 506 watt amplifier. Also standard are new ambient lighting with a 5 color selection that casts an inviting glow along with the along with the entire instrument panel, as well as the front and rear doors for a personalized sensory experience. Standard exterior upgrades for the Overland include 20-inch aluminum wheels with black noise pockets, a new and unique Overland appearance, chrome front tow hooks, gloss black roof rack with bright stainless insert, rain-sensing windshield wipers, trailer towing, approach-lit door handles, rear-view mirror puddle lighting, power-folding multifunctional gloss black mirrors, that's just unnecessary to talk about, with bright chrome insert, auto tilt down in reverse, auto dimming glass on driver's side, and courtesy lighting. Windshield wiper, de-icer, and passive entry. A gloss black roof is available for the first time on Overland models. Length adjustable cushions for the front row are introduced on Overland models, which is a company first. A power folding third row bench seat is also standard. Overland, Overland also features a new electronic remote release in the rear cargo area to quickly and effortless, effortlessly fold the second row flat. Other unique features standard on Overland include a hands-free, foot-activated adjustable power liftgate and command-view dual-pane dual sunroof with a power sunshade. When activated with the available off-road group, the trail-rated Overland 4x4 model adds the Quadra Drive 2 system, high-strength steel skid plates, electronic limited slip differ differential rear axle, 18-inch aluminum wheels, and rugged all-season performance tires. The select terrain system and hill descent control, which works both in forward and reverse, is standard on the Overland. Then we have the 2021 Grand Cherokee L Summit, 
we got one more after this, the somewhat reserved, so, <laughs> oh, this has been a long one. For the peak of capability and luxury in an SUV with premium materials and class-exclusive features, the state-of-the-art Grand Cherokee L Summit starts at a US MSRP of $56,995 for 4x2 models and $58,995 for 4x4 models. The Summit is packed with premium appointments, such as Napa leather seats with quilted seat bolsters and, perf and perforated seat inserts on all three rows, absolute oak wood, and leather-wrapped multifunctional steering wheel. Amber floor mats, first row seats with new power 16-way adjustable position and memory with lumbar are standard on some... Oh, wait, no, that was meant to be its own sentence. Ha! <laughs> first row seats with new power 16-way adjustable, adjustable position with memory and lumbar are standard on Summit. Also new and offered for the first time on Grand Cherokee is first sorry is front row seat massage that include five customizable profiles with three levels of pressure intensity. Passenger comfort is elevated in Summit models with the new four-zone automatic temperature control, which has the capability to select different fan levels and modes for individual passengers in the first and second rows. The system also offers four different temperature settings, additional interior oh, also offers four different temperature settings. Additional interior touches unique to the Summit models include a new second row floor console with two illuminated cup holders and a two-tier armrest with additional storage for mobile devices. Exterior touches include 20-inch polished cast aluminum wheels in mid-gloss clear, unique Summit-specific LED fog lamps, power-folding multifunction gloss black mirrors with a platinum insert and a new 360-degree camera, illuminated door sills and roof rack with fine silver rails and black gloss insert. Sorry, and gloss black insert. I had that a little wrong. Additional standard safety features on Summit models include active driving assist, drowsy driver detection, intersection collision assist, traffic side recognition, 360-degree surround view camera with front and rear lens washers, parallel and perpendicular park assist. And finally, we have the 2021 Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve. The new Summit Reserve package on Summit models sets the benchmark for luxury in the full-size SUV market. Premium-wrapped quilted Polaromo, probably got that wrong, leather, ventilated front and second row seats, memory and massage front seats, and a choice of a new Tupelo, I'm going to say it like that, Tupelo interior color, add distinguishable details to the model. Also unique to the Summit Reserve package is genuine open pore wax walnut wood, walnut wood and premium wrapped suede-like fabric on the A-pillars and headliner. For the first time on Grand Cherokee, 21-inch wheels come standard with the Summit Reserve package. Also standard is superior audio delivered through the 950-watt 19-speaker Macintosh audio sound system. The 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve has a starting US MSRP of $61,995. So, the quick rundown. Grand Cherokee L Laredo starting MSRP $36,995 for the 4x2 V6. Jumps up to $38,995 for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee L Altitude, $40,195 for the 4x2 V6. For the 4x4, that's going to jump up to $42,195 once again for the 4x4 V6. Then you get into the Grand Cherokee L Limited, $43,995 for the 4x2 V6. And then it's $45,995 for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee L Overland. Here we go. This is where things get a little bit longer. So, it starts at $52,995 for the 4x2 V6. Then it jumps up to $54,995 for the 4x4 V6. If you want the 5.7 liter Hemi V8, that goes up That goes up to $58,290, again, for the 4x4 V8. 
Why it's a $4,000 price increase just to get two extra cylinders is beyond me. That's a little unnecessary, but whatever. After that, you have the Grand Cherokee L Summit. $56,995 for the 4x2 V6, $58,995 for the 4x4 V6, and $62,290 for the 4x4 V8. Then you have the Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve, $61,995 for the 4x4 V6, and $65,290 for the 4x4 V8. Jesus. Then they also have the Canadian pricing, which we'll get into. Grand Cherokee El Laredo, 52,495 Canadian for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee El Altitude is, is $55,490 for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee L Limited is 59,995 Canadian for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee L Overland is 68,995 Canadian for the 4x4 V6. Grand Cherokee L Overland for the 4x4 V8 is 72,490 Canadian. Grand Cherokee L for the 4x4V6 starts at 74,495 Canadian, jumps up to 77,990 Canadian for the 4x4V8. Then, oh God, then the Grand Cherokee L Reserve, 78,490 for the 4x4V6, and then 81,985 Canadian for the 4x4V8. And all of those prices include the $1,895 destination charge. Whew! Actually, even the U.S. prices, all of those included the $1,695 destination charge. Oh, God! Woof! That's... I do not like how expensive cars are getting, especially the Grand Cherokee. But it's the three-row, so hopefully the two-row will be 34000 hopefully 32 That would be much better. Next, we have the Dodge Durango in Mexico. The Dodge Durango raises the bar for 2021 with its new aggressive exterior styling, a new interior with a Challenger-inspired driver-centric cockpit, a and, sorry, and technology updates like the new 10.1-inch Uconnect 5 touchscreen infotainment. While the United States and Canada received six distinct models to choose from, the Dodge brand recently released details about the two-model lineup for the Mexican market. For Mexico, the Dodge Durango is more focused on performance. The 2021 Dodge Durango features a combination of uncompromising utility, advanced technology, safe driving dynamics, high towing capacity, and aggressive styling make it the, make it the Dodge Charger of three-row SUVs. As part of this strategy, two new versions are integrated, aimed at true enthusiasts of the Dodge brand and the power generated by the Hemi V8. 2021 Dodge Durango SRT 392 as the fastest, most powerful, and most capable three-row SUV in its class, thanks to its 475 horsepower and 470 pound-feet of torque derived from the legendary 6.4-liter or 392 cubic inch SRT Hemi V8, paired with an 8-speed torque flight automatic transmission and all-wheel drive, the Durango SRT 392 is capable of covering the quarter mile in 12.9 seconds, which was certified by the National Hot Rod Association or the NHRA. The Durango SRT392 also can accelerate from 0 to 100 km per hour or 0 to 62 miles per hour in 4.4 seconds and achieve a top speed of 289 km per hour or 179.5 miles per hour. For performance fans, the now disbanded Street and Racing Technology Department made various adjustments to the transmission to cope with the power and torque curves of the engine. The high-performance four-wheel drive independent suspension offers an adaptive damping system as well as an exclusive all-wheel drive system. The full-time all-wheel drive was designed for superior driving performance in any condition. The all-wheel drive system features a massive mechanical wet clutch and electronic limited slip differential in the rear, which allows 100% of the drive torque to be sent to one rear wheel. Thanks to the variety of drive modes, it is possible to experience different settings for steering, suspension, transmission, as well as effective launch control for quarter-mile quarter races. 
Likewise, the all-wheel drive system distributes torque on both axes. Sorry, on both axes, on both axles, depending on driving conditions and settings. In automatic mode, the 6.4-liter Hemi sends 40% of the torque to the front wheels and 60% to the rear. That split changes to 50-50 in snow and trailer modes. Sport mode delivers 65% to the rear wheels, while in track mode, that figure jumps to 70%. The product design officer, PDO team, worked in conjunction with the SRT division engineers to provide an attractive appearance, as well as multiple functional elements such as deflectors, air intakes, as well as exclusive functional SRT hood with central air duct and two heat extractors. There is an all-new front fascia with a cold air intake and LED fog lights, while a set of 20-inch hyper-black aluminum wheels are mounted on high-performance Pirelli 295-45ZR20 tires. Uh, wheels, sorry. The Durango SRT392 features the new 10.1-inch Uconnect 5 touchscreen, infotainment touchscreen, well, they're saying infotainment system either way, which includes performance improvements with a faster startup time and an improved processing power, as well as sharper graphics. SRT performance pages and as... Sorry, and wireless Apple CarPlay and Android connectivity. Inside, the Durango SRT392 gets premium seats with lateral and lumbar support covered in Laguna leather and embroidered SRT badges. Acoustic front windows, elect, elect, electrochromic rear view mirror with microphone, wireless phone charger, LED ambient light, illuminated cup holders, SRT steering wheel lined in perforated leather with paddle shifters and electric adjustment. Heated second row seats, 19 speaker Harman Kardon audio system, subwoofer, and 900 watt amplifier are all standard on the, three, on the SRT392. For rear passengers, the second row features captain's chairs and a convenient center console. The air conditioning outlets, USB charging ports, and 115 volt plug, dual screens with Blu-ray entertainment system with auxiliary inputs, wireless headphones, and remote control is also standard on the Mexican spec model. The Durango SRT392, of course, features the exclusive SRT performance pages. The application provides real-time vehicle performance information, including timers such as 0 to 100 km per hour, uh, 0 to 100 km per hour acceleration time, G-forces, gauges, and engine performance. This data can be downloaded to a USB memory or SD card, which allows sharing this data with other users. The Mexican spec 2021 Dodge Durango SRT392 well, as, yeah, SRT392 is available in five exterior colors. Those colors are a billet clear coat, DB black clear coat, reactor blue pearl coat, white knuckle clear coat, and granite crystal metallic. Finally, no more coats! Dang it! The 2021 Dodge Durango SRT392 will have a Mexican manufacturer suggested retail price of 1,300... Sorry, no, of 1,399,900 MXN, or about 70 or about 67,850 USD. Then the second model is the Dodge Durango RT. The 2021 Dodge Durango RT is the entry-level model for the Mexican performance lineup, with various components developed by the SRT to, uh, SRD, with various components developed by the SRT department to help it stand out. The Durango RT features an aggressive an aggressive I'm just losing my mind. An aggressive exterior appearance like the Durango SRT392. The Durango RT comes with performance front and rear faces mimicking the SRT392, a performance hood with air intake, and special running boards. The Durango RT is also complemented by black lamp bezels, dual performance exhaust, signature LED daytime running lights, LED tail lamps featuring the iconic racetrack signature, performance sunroof, and power liftgate. Inside the Mexican spec Durango RT, the cabin gets a load of standard features that include three-zone automatic air conditioning, Napa premium leather lined seats, and acoustic front windows. 
electrochromic rear view mirror with microphone, wireless phone charger, LED ambient light, illuminated cup holder, steering wheel, perforated leather wrapped steering wheel with paddle shifters, and electric adjustment. Heated second row seats and Alpine audio system consisting of nine speakers, subwoofer, and an amplifier with 506 watts of output. Basically, it sounds a lot like the SRT392 to me in that respect. Second row passengers also get air conditioning outlets, USB charging ports, a 115-volt outlet, and a dual Blu-ray entertainment system featuring auxiliary ports, wireless headphones, and remote control. Again, a lot like the SRT392. The 2021 Durango RT is powered by a 5.7-liter Hemi V8, delivering 360 horsepower and 390 pound-feet of torque, made it to an 8-speed automatic transmission with paddle shifters. The 5.7-liter Hemi V8 features fuel saver technology with cylinder deactivation that seamlessly alternates between smooth, high-fuel econ high economy, four-cylinder mode, and V8 mode with more power, sorry, when more power is in demand. Like the 6.4-liter Hemi, the 5.7-liter Hemi is assembled at the Stellantis Saltillo engine plant in Ramos, or I can't figure out how to say the last part of that, Mexico. How much more do we have here? Okay, we're at the end. Cool. The Mexican spec 2021 Dodge Durango RT is available in five exterior colors. Those include the billet clear coat we talked about earlier, the DB black color we talked about earlier, reactor blue, white knuckle, and redline two pearl coat. The 2021 Dodge Durango RT will have a Mexican manufacturer's suggested retail price, or MSRP, of $1,020,900, whatever the Mexican, or well, MXN, or about $49,660. With all of that out of the way, let's finally get back to some other information, talking about the Compass, well, let's now talk about the Compass-based three-row coming to Brazil, coming to Brazil and Indian markets. Over the past several years, the Jeep brand has been expanding its offerings around the globe. This includes some models that aren't available in the U.S., home to the iconic brand. This started with the introduction of the 2019 Jeep Grand, Jeep Grand Commander, or the K8, a three-row mid-size SUV built exclusively for the Chinese market. Since then, it has continued with the introduction of the 2020 Jeep Commander FEV plug-in hybrid in China and the European 2020 Jeep Renegade and Compass 4xE FEV models. While Jeep... Sorry, with Jeep looking to expand its global notoriety even further, there are some global markets where the brand has a tough time selling certain models due to cost, as well as vehicle size. So instead, Jeep has decided to build a specific model for that market, like the Commander slash Grand Commander for China. One such Jeep will be launched later this year in two different global markets, Brazil and India. The Jeep 598 platform is a three-row SUV based on the current Jeep Compass, Codenamed H1 in Brazil and H6 in India, the yet-to-be-named vehicle will be manufactured in both countries, fulfilling the need for a bigger SUV, which the current two-row Compass and Cherokee cannot. Thanks to our friends at Autocar India, we are now learning more details about the India spec version, which is expected to launch in April of 2022. According to their sources, the seven-passenger Jeep 598 will share, most of, will share most of its underpinnings with the newly faced of the Compass, which started production in January. They expect that the new H6 will use a formula similar to the new Grand Cherokee L, WL, and upcoming long wheelbase Grand Wagoneer, or WS. By using much of the Compass's updated front styling up front, with changes made to the body from the B-pillar rearward, Autocar India indicates that the rear doors will be more upright in the rear, with unique rear styling mimicking the newer Grand Cherokee. They expect that the H6 will retain a lot of the creature comforts from the Compass, the Compass has a handsome new interior that might be a carryover to the new model, as we believe Jeep will want to save as much money as possible in the development of the new H1 and H6, as those markets tend to purchase vehicles on the lower end of the market. But it shouldn't keep Jeep from offering captain's chairs for the middle row in some trim levels. 
Autocar India also shed some light on the upcoming powertrain for the Indian marketplace. It expects that the 8.6 will come with the same 2.0-liter multi-jet turbo diesel four-cylinder engine as the Compass. However, they believe that it might be upgraded to make around 200 horsepower because of the added weight. Hopefully it does. Currently, the 2.0-liter makes 173 horsepower under the hood of the 2021 Jeep Compass. They also expect that it will come standard with a 9-speed automatic transmission and offer 4x4 capability on the higher trim levels. There was no word about a gasoline-powered model for the Indian market, though. They did, however, briefly mention that the Brazilian H1 model, stating that it would probably get the 1.3-liter turbocharged GSE T4, or Global Small Engine Turbo 4 Cylinder. We have come to love under the hood in North America in the Renegade. The 2-liter multi-jet diesel will also be available in Brazil. The Jeep H6 enters the Indian market with, with added competition from Volkswagen and Skoda, which are bringing new vehicles to the segment soon. While those two vehicles feature gasoline offerings, Autocar India believed that the diesel offering in the H6 could place it as a competitor of more body-on-frame SUVs, like the MG Gloucester, Toyota 4Turner, and the Ford Endeavor. The new 7-passenger Jeep should be going into production first in Brazil sometime in August. Production for the Indian market should start in April of 2022. Next, we have that recall I talked about a little while ago. Apparently, only 24 units are affected, though. Solantos North America is recalling 24 units of its 2021 Ram 1500 Classic DS pickups due to the fact that the trucks may have been built without a retaining clip securing the master cylinder pushrod, which retains the pushrod to the brake pedal. A disconnected master cylinder pushrod results in the driver being unable to apply the service brakes using the brake pedal, which could cause a vehicle crash without any warning. However, the parking brake function is unaffected. According to the recall, the driver may notice a buzz, squeak, or rattle from the brake pedal, from the brake pedal area resulting from the missing clip. Solantis said that the suspect period began on November 23, 2020, when certain operators failed to install the clip and also incorrectly approved the mandatory positive buy-off. Through, no through November 24, 2020, when these operators were removed from these positions, the vehicles affected by the recall were built on November 20th, 2020 through November 20 23rd, 2020. Stolantis will conduct a voluntary safety recall to inspect for the brake clip and install a clip if necessary. Involved dealers and vehicle owners are currently being notified of the safety recall by the way of established communication methods. This recall was to launch on Meb on February, wow, on Monday, February 15th, 2021. The affected trucks were equipped with non-adjustable with non-adjustable pedals, sales code XA8. Solantis has issued the recall code Y04 for this recall. Customers are encouraged to call the Solantis Recall Assistance Center, Center, sorry, Recall Assistance Center at 1-800-853-1403 for any questions. Once again, you are encouraged to call the Solantis Recall Assistance Center at 1-800-853-1403 for any questions. There, an agent can confirm if there are any recall repairs that must be performed on your vehicle. Now for the news that made a, a large chunk of enthusiast circles cry. SRT being disbanded. Has the street and racing technology division been disbanded? Over the past week, several websites have been stating that the newly formed Solantis Group has done just that. While Solantis itself has been quiet about the ordeal, we decided to reach out to their communications team for a real answer to what is going on. 
All of the core elements of the SRT Performance Engineering team have been integrated into our company's global engineering organization, a spokeswoman for, Stel a spokeswoman for Stellantis told us. This action will have the two-way benefit of ensuring that our brand's SRT and performance-focused product offerings continue to meet the highest quality standards and expectations while delivering key learnings from motorsports and other high-performance technology applications across a, across a wider mix of our company's product lines. These products have delighted enthusiasts for nearly two decades, and Stellantis will continue to sell and develop the next generation of Dodge SRT branded vehicles, as well as Jeep and Ram vehicles that utilize high-performance SRT technology, the spokeswoman added. So it seems that while the SRT team has been disbanded, SRT engineers will now be mixed with performance engineers from the PSA side of Stellantis, and both teams will be able to work on high-performance projects across all brands in the Stellantis portfolio. While we said before that it was likely that it was likely would see an end to SRT-branded vehicles outside of the Dodge lineup, it looks like that is the case going forward. Jeep already had announced that it, was indeed, that it would indeed continue the Trackhawk name throughout its lineup for its track-oriented performance portfolio during Fiat Chrysler Automobile's Capital Market Day event back in 2018. Originally beginning in 1988, no, in 1989 as Team Viper to develop the iconic Dodge Viper from concept to production, the team merged with Team Prowler, the team behind another iconic vehicle, the 1997 Plymouth Prowler, to become Specialty Vehicle Engineering, or SVE. During the Daimler Chrysler era, SVE became Performance Vehicle Operations, or PVO, in January of 2002. Then, the Chief Operating Officer of Daimler, Daimler Chrysler Corporation, Wolfgang Bernhard, who led the performance arm of Mercedes-Benz with AMG, sought to turn SVE into something similar for Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep brands. PVO would later go on to become SRT in 2004, as all of the group's vehicles were carrying the SRT designation. In 2012, Chrysler Group spun SRT into its own premium performance brand with famed Chrysler design, designer Ralph Gilles leading the brand. The brand was introduced with the launch of the 2013 SRT Viper and oversaw all of operations of the SRT Performance Vehicle lineup, as well as motorsport, motorsports operations. This would continue until 2014, when SRT was broken up and moved to the Dodge brand portfolio, creating the Dodge SRT brand, which continues today. SRT continued operations with, with the Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep brands to create vehicles like the 2018 Dodge Challenger SRT Demon, 2012 Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, 2019 Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat Red Eye, 2019 Dodge Challenger RT Scatback 392, 2020 Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat Red Eye, sorry, SRT Hellcat Widebody, 2021 Dodge Durango SRT Hellcat, and the 2021 Ram 1500 TRX from three automotive brands portfolios. Then we have another recall, except this time it's for the Jeep Wrangler and Gladiator. Stellantis North America has issued a recall for 42,887 Jeep Wrangler and Gladiator vehicles equipped with a D4 78 six-speed manual transmission. According to the recall notice, owners might experience overheating of the clutch, of the clutch intermediate pressure plate. Extreme overheating of the pressure plate may cause the clutch to fracture. In some circumstances, in some circumstances, the clutch pressure plate may become overheated through friction, which may lead the pressure plate to rapidly fracture. When a pressure plate fractures, it may result in cracks or holes in the transmission case, allowing heated debris to be expelled from the transmission case. Heated debris expelled from the transmission case may come in contact with combustible materials in the vehicle, potentially leading to a fire. A fire can result in an increased risk of occupant injury and injury to persons outside of the vehicle, obviously. In addition, this condition may lead to the, gener to the generation of road debris, which may be a hazard to other drivers. 
In some circumstances, the driver may smell a burnt clutch odor prior to the failure. The vehicles affected include 2018 to 2021 Jeep Wrangler JL models built between August 23, 2017 and January 22, 2021, as well as 2020 to 2021 Jeep Gladiator JT models manufactured from December 21, 2018 to January 22, 2021. According to Stellantis, there is no defective part. The issue is the result of design specification and the remedy will be a software update for the vehicle that mitigates safety risks related to the clutch assembly. Solantis will conduct a voluntary safety recall to reprogram the powertrain control module or PCM software to reduce engine torque capability when clutch assembly temperatures rise to a level that may damage the inner pressure plate. Dealers will be notified of the launch of the safety recall by the way of established communication methods. This recall is estimated to begin on March 19, 2021. The, recall, the number for this recall is Y01. Owners may contact Stellantis North American Customer Service at 1-800-853-1403. Once again, you can contact uh, Stellantis North American Customer Service at 1-800-853-1403. And finally, for the last article in, in this Mopar Monday, Jeep says new three-row Grand Cherokee won't affect Durango sales. No worries about the upcoming Wagoneer either. With the launch of the all-new three-row 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L, a lot of people have questioned if the new fifth-generation Grand Cherokee will cannibalize the aging but recently updated 2021 Dodge Durango sales. But a recent interview with the global president of the Jeep brand, Christian Munier, I hope I got the or Munier maybe, and the head of the of brand and head of brand for head of Jeep brand for Stellantis North America, Jim Morrison, Motor Trend has shed some new light on the three-row E segment debacle. According to Morrison, the debate over adding a seven-passenger Grand Cherokee goes back several years. Customers have been asking for it for a long time so they could stay loyal to the nameplate when their families outgrew it, Morrison said. It made sense to launch the Grand Cherokee L first before the non-L2 row model to meet the demand for a larger vehicle, knowing the outgoing 2020 model still meets the needs of those wanting the smaller two-row Grand Cherokee. According to Morrison, the Jeep brand believes that the new L3 row Grand Cherokee could make up over 50% of the Grand Cherokee sales. While the three-row 2021 Grand Cherokee L will focus on more of the premium stance of the Jeep brand and its off-road prowess, the 2021 Dodge Durango will focus more on value, performance, and its muscular presence. There's even a helpful graph there comparing the two, which we'll get into in a second. Both Morrison and Munier don't think... I'm so sorry, I'm sure I'm getting that wrong. Don't think the all-new Grand Cherokee L will be cross-shopped with, with the upcoming Grand Wagoneer and Wagoneer Twins, which will be launched in June of this year. The E-segment Jeep Grand Cherokee, which features a more car-like ride than the upcoming rugged body-on-frame F-segment Wagoneer, will feature different size proportions and pricing classes. The Wagoneer will start in the $60,000 to $80,000 range, said Munier. The more premium Grand Wagoneer competes with luxury competitors such as the 2021 Cadillac Escalade and the Land, and the Land Rover Range Rover, and pricing can top at $100,000. The three-row Grand Cherokee L, on the other hand, should start right around the $40,000 mark with the, with the Laredo trip, while the more premium Summit Reserve could, could push about the, the mid-$60,000 mark. The new Grand Cherokee L will start production in March at the company's new Mac Avenue complex in Detroit. So, here we have the differences between the new Grand Cherokee L and the 2021 Dodge Durango. I'm going to go with the, the two Hemi models, just to make things simple. So, the 2021 Dodge Durango RT Towingo, which has the Hemi, has 360 horsepower, or 268 kilowatts, at 5,150 RPM, 
whereas the 2021 Grand Cherokee El Summit Reserve 4x4, also with the Hemi, has 357 horsepower or 268 kilowatts at 5,150 RPM. The Durango has 390 pound-feet of torque or 529 newton meters at 4,250 RPM, where the 2021 Grand Cherokee L also has 390 pound-feet of torque or 520 newton meters at 4,250 RPM. The towing capacity, is that the towing capacity? Yep, the GVWR pounds in pounds and kilograms. The 2021 Durango RT Tow and Go with the Hemi gets towed 7,100 pounds or 3,221 kilograms. The 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve 4x4 Hemi, mind you, can only tow 6,900 pounds or 3,130 kilograms. The curb weight of the 2021 Dodge Durango RT Tow and Go Hemi is 5,313 pounds or 2,411 kilograms, where the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve weighs in at 5,353 pounds or 2,428 kilograms. So ultimately, very, very similar. The payload in pounds and kilograms for the 2021 Dodge Durango RT Tow and Go Hemi is 1,300 pounds or 590 kilograms, where the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L Summit Reserve is just a little bit less at 1,200 pounds or four or 550 or 545 kilograms. Then you have the max gross trailer weight. The 2021 Dodge Durango RT Tow and Go Hemi has a max gross max gross trailer weight of 8,700 pounds, whereas the Cherokee L Summit Reserve is only at 7,200 pounds. The wheelbase of the 2021 Dodge Durango RT Tow and Go Hemi is 119.8 inches, whereas the 2021 Grand Cherokee L is 121.7 inches. The track at the front in inches for the 2021 Dodge Durango is 63.9 inches, whereas the Grand Cherokee L is 65.4 inches. Track at the rear is 64.1 inches for the Durango and 65.4 inches for the Grand Cherokee L. And then the overall length for the Durango is 200.8 inches, whereas the overall length for the Grand Cherokee L is 204.9 inches. So pretty much in every single metric, the Grand Cherokee L is bigger but the Durango, especially with the towing package, is more capable. Actually, though, what's funny, I'm just seeing the V6 Durango is not as capable. The GVWR for the Durango, the 2021 Durango GT Plus all-wheel drive with the Pentastar is 6,500 pounds. Whereas the Cherokee L Overland 4x4, also with the Pentastar, is 6,700 pounds. Or 2,948 kilograms to 3,039 kilograms, respectively. Kilogram for the Durango, though, or I say that, weight for the kil for the Durango, though, is actually less with the V6. 4,986 pounds, 2,261 kilograms, over the 5,066 pounds of the Grand Cherokee L Overland 4x4 Pentastar, or 2,298 pounds. Sorry, kilograms. What's funny is that the 2021 Durango has a higher payload, 1,350 pounds, or 610 kilograms, compared to the Cherokee L Overland 4x4 Pentastar's 1,260 kilograms or, or 1,260 pounds or 570 kilograms. Both have the same max gross trailer weight of 6,200 pounds and then the size differences that we just talked about. Anyway, though, that is going to be it for this Mopar Monday. I did not intend for it to be nearly this long. Jesus Christ. I do hope you enjoyed, though. If you did, please make sure to like the episode, share the episode, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, I really do appreciate that. Please make sure to hit the little notification bell so that you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Just before you set off, type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all 
very, very soon, actually. There's going to be an episode tomorrow. <laughs> You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at CodyCar, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full-throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.